Warning, the Bonsai Beat contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all listeners or fans of Neo Genesis Evigallion. Several anime companies have gone bankrupt. 1,337 anime fans have been sued. All the while, the Bonsai Beat has been there to deliver you the latest in news, show reviews, and discussions from both the experienced and novice anime fans' point of view. And now, broadcasting from a deserted island so Funimation's lawyers can't find them, here are your hosts, Delokun and Zach. Zach? Can I take you there? Take me there, Rob. Motherfucker! Long time! I'm gonna fucking do this. Welcome to the Bonsai Beat. I am Jellicoon, along with Zach, as always. As always. Finally, Windows 10 can suck a dick because this sounds like normal. And motherfucker, I am amped. I just got done watching The Disappearance of Yuki Nagato-chan, and holy fuck do I have a lot to say. I am pissed off. Does the show rustled your jimmies? Yeah, I, my jimmies are extremely rustled to the point of, I don't know, I've never heard what happens after. What happens after you rustle the jimmies too much? Do they, like, break? Yeah, rustling intensifies, and then I guess What's, they... what's beyond the rustling? I am... My jimmies have been disturbed. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And I don't know. What's rustling is already pretty intense. It is. It's just like oh, it's beyond, they're beyond shaken. Yeah. And rustled and and jury rigged. I don't know. <laughs> They've been jury rigged. Then they're jury mandered. Yes. And entered the political process. <laughs> I am fucking. I don't know, man. Uh, I feel like our last couple episodes, I've been kind of fucking just going through the motions. I don't know, they seem pretty upset about Mocking Kai last episode, but... Well, that was pretty shitty, but I don't know, like, I was not happy with last week's episode. Um, I even installed Windows 7 again. Obviously, I sound awesome. Uh, Zach sounds awesome. We're hopefully sounding... uh, level somewhat my, equal unlike last time yeah like yeah exactly. i also have windows 7 it's the best my name is zach and i am loud i'm rob i'm quiet <laughs> good luck listening to my review of panties the tv show yeah you were so upset but so quiet no one could tell i know <laughs> um yeah I, i'm excited to go see the waveform i did yelling into my microphone and just i have to go back and editing and fix that i am excited man how are you doing it is december i'm surprised it's already december actually where has the time gone you know what eight years in a little over a month eight years of the show that won't quit with a terrible name and when you started you were my age my current age It's kind of kind of weird to think about. <laughs> <laughs> I spent my early to mid twenties podcasting. Don't yeah. let this happen to you. 
Um, no, uh, seriously, though, eight years. Um, I think near the end of January, mid, mid-January. I've always been kind of weird like when we started. Because uh, we didn't get on iTunes till like, February. Mm. But, uh, yeah. Uh, I also want to say thank you to the folks who've reached out to me on Twitter, on Gmail, uh, bonsaibeat at gmail.com. And left for and people on the website uh, commenting. Uh, we've gotten a lot of good feedback. Folks saying they really like the show. Um, people just enjoying what we have to put out, and it means a lot. Because I mean, we don't get like we're not a big ass podcast. We're not, you know, we're just two guys. Yeah, we do it because we love it, and hopefully other people do. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Uh, exactly. self rewarding. Exactly, and it's really fun to hear that uh, you guys really like what we're putting out. And now you'll be able to hear us, which is another added bonus. <laughs> People yes. probably preferred being able to hear what we were saying. See, I kind of regret, you know, like, oh, what was it, three episodes? Yeah, listening to shitty reproduced podcasts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like an omen. I th- Yeah, I think it was karma. Like, as soon as we mentioned or bashed, like, poor audio quality, suddenly ours just didn't sound the same. Windows 10 was like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, apparently there was some bug in Windows 8 and it carried over to 10 and... So, yeah. Um, anyway, what have you been watching? Well, I was looking at my uh, watching list, is so it's called on my anime list. And I had like 15 things. And I'm not sure what's a realistic amount to say you're watching, but it certainly isn't 15, right? I certainly wasn't going like every week and watching one episode of 15 different things. Especially because I'm only watching one airing thing. So I know uh, I was probably lying to myself. So I moved some things to drop and some things to watching, and we reorganized a bit because I had to be realistic. There's like Bakuman or Bakuman, which the one about manga, which I somewhat enjoy, but I wasn't actively watching it. I'm pretty sure the last time I watched an episode was like a year and a half ago. Yeah, <laughs> I no, put that on on hold. Yeah, it's like me. My my two quote unquote watching shows right now are Fate Stayed, Kali Ilya, mm-hmm. whatever Yuri Lesbianess. The TV sure. show, and uh, Gangsta. See, I want to play. I want to review Gangsta, just so I can use the intro song of, um, either "Damn, It's Good to Be a Gangsta" by Gangstar. Mm-hmm, that's or, a good one. Reminds uh, me of Office Space. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> or, uh, um, oh, I had the name. I can't think of it now. But it's like, yeah, any of that rap music, just anything like that. Or you use Gangster's Paradise by Coolio. Mm-hmm. I mean, it fits pretty well. The show isn't, like, pretty much a paradise for gangsters because the town is, like, corrupt. And... So the whole show takes place in a town that's, like, run by them, so. There, there you go. There's no outside influence. It is the gangster's paradise. So there you go. So once I reorganized, I picked some things to finish. Or you out... keeping a gangster. Oh, wow. There's so many choices. You could use all of them. A mashup. <laughs> there you go. Sorry, I, fin- I, c- <laughs> I finished I cut you off. Story because I apparently never finished the last three episodes of the second season, so I watched that. It was good. <coughs> I watched more One Punch Man, which is airing. So I did watch that. I watched the first episode. You got to keep going. It's so good. But, okay. It was good. Mm-hmm. It was fun. It was interesting. The episode went by very, very quick. Right. But on the other hand, I feel like the show should not be 26 episodes. 
Hmm. Or not, I'm sorry, sorry. Let me rephrase that. The show should not be 26 minutes long. Ah. Like, yes, I mean. feel like a 15-minute runtime or even a 10-minute runtime would be better. But this is going off the first season or the first episode, so you could go a lot with there, but I just don't know how much depth there is. You know what I mean? Like, the enemies are interesting and funny, and the fact that he's like, oh, I'm trying to shop, and, you know, the evil guy ripped apart the shopping center, mm-hmm. and now I can't pay for my meat. Oh, and oh, it's so lonely being a hero. I, I get that. Yeah, but the formula like, changes a little as it okay. goes. So, yeah. The first one's like a very showcase of like, he's a hero, but he's too strong. Yeah. But then there's like actually more of a plot once it gets going. Okay. Because he joins the Hero Association and stuff. And <laughs> there's different things. But yeah, the first like two episodes, it's kind of like you said, because it's like he's like the only main character at that point. So, but there's other main characters later. Fair enough. I think it's worth continuing. Let's see. Oh, I closed the window. Hold on. Loud keyboard. Okay. So I also watched Katana Gatari, or Sword Story. Have you heard of this show at all? I think I've heard of it. Um, mm. But go on. So I'm not sure what encouraged me to watch it, but... Looking at the cover, it's very colorful, and the characters reminded me of Samurai Jack, which coincidentally is going to be on Toonami again. I don't know if you saw that announcement. I saw that. They're like, Jack is back, and I don't know if that means new or old, but was that I think... Jack? Was that the only thing? I thought they felt like they brought back another uh, older show. Maybe it was just Samurai Jack. I never got into Samurai Jack, because, I mean, I was, I was too old by the time it started airing, mm. and I just didn't get into it. Yeah, I was going to say, as much the age that I was watching Dragon Ball Z. I was probably like 12, so I'd rewatch it. But, um, yeah, so that was kind of an unrelated tangent, other than there's swords and the animation reminded me of it. Each episode is uh, 50 minutes, which is kind of weird. 50? And, yeah, 50, and they're 12 episodes. Dang. And it's a really good like rating on my anime list. I have no idea why I started it, but it's great. It has the characters that I like. It's somewhat like action historical, and I feel like a lot of shows are just like almost too fantasy for me. Like I like fantasy setting things, and obviously this is fantasy in the sense that there's sword, but there's like some amount of ties to like real history. And what else? Um, I don't know. So far, it's just really good. Okay. It's not. Part of the all the other story ones like Fakamonogatari, which I thought at first, or, or I mean the name's the same or yeah. similar, and it's about this guy who was on an island. His dad was part of some rebellion, and he ran away. And then he was born on the island. So for twenty years, he like lived in solitude with his dad. His dad dies, and this girl comes to the island to find him. And his dad slash him were like the last practicers of this specific type of. Uh, like fighting style, and it's like the swordless style. So everyone else is fighting the swords, but he doesn't use them. He uses a wind. Yeah, probably. He uses a lot of different things, but basically his hands and breaking other people's swords are what he uses. <laughs> and so far, the main plot is this girl asks or works for the emperor and asks him to collect like these twelve different like famous swords that were made like before the rebellion in hopes that like no one tries to use them again to overthrow the emperor. 
and he doesn't know that like originally his father fought like for, in the rebellion and killed her dad. So like they don't know that whole tie-in. He's just helping because he doesn't know anyone else and doesn't know what to do on the island once his dad dies. So he just leaves the island. And each episode is them like meeting one of the sword or- owners and like trying to convince them to get it or like fight them. So I don't know if they're going to change that up. I'm only three episodes in, but it's real entertaining. And the show also has a ton of dialogue. Like I'm reading like the whole time. I'm not sure if I'd recommend it to you because it's one of those shows where it's like I might have to watch it twice to be able to see what's going on and read what's happening. You know, I wish it was in English, but but it's very very entertaining so far. So that was the main bulk of what I watched. Uh, three hours worth of that, which is only three episodes, and. Nisekoi, and I finished uh, whatever, Nozaki-kun. Oh, the manga low romance. Yeah, because I remember we talked about it previously, yeah, but I never finished shonen it. Monthly Shonen Girls, Nozaki-kun. Mm-hmm. Which I finished, and it was adorable and funny for the whole rest, so. I mean, that's what I expected it to be. I just wanted to finish it, so it got off my list, but it was entertaining enough. And that's it. All right. All I've watched is Haruhi, so... Or Yuki-chan, mm. I guess you call it. That's all I've watched so far. I have been busy beyond belief. In one episode of One Punch Man. In what, exactly. And that one only episode. We really gotta go through what next season is airing, because... I hope there's something decent. Yeah, it sucks. I haven't used my Crunchyroll account. Um, my Funimation has been nice, because going back and rewatching stuff... But it's been like, I'll start something like, eh, okay, boring. Move on. Ah, okay, boring. Right. <clears throat> so, yeah. A lot of things are that are airing are just continuations or second seasons, too. Like, if I didn't want to watch it originally, it's getting to the point where everything is not something not new. But Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of getting kind of tiresome, too. Mm-hmm. So I want to see a lot of new titles next, next season. All right, so I'll just go ahead and... Uh... Get into ye old DVD picks here, shall we? The closing of the year, one final month worth. Uh, I mean, we got one more episode before the end of the year. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And we still got to do our top five for the year. Oh, yeah, we got to do that, and then what's airing next season, hopefully something good. Yeah, hopefully. It's another week, and more DVDs are being released. What should you get? It's time for the weekly DVD picks. All right. All right, so... Uh, so I am excited about the top five of the year. I am, those too. Are, those are my favorite episodes. <laughs> Mine, too. They're fun to and do. And I'm mad because last year we put ours up on YouTube, and it was quickly taken down. Yeah, probably because uh, one uh, of the cool parts of it is we have all the songs and all the shows. I'm sure that flagged us for something. Yep. They're like, oh, Pony Canyon. We're pretty mm-hmm. pissed off. We already got a strike in our account. Wow. Actually, I think we had two strikes, because uh, I put an episode up and it had you know the music in the beginning. Mm. It's like motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, no, YouTube is not content creator friendly. Nope. All right, what do we got for DVD picks? Well, uh, did we talk about the first already? Uh, let's let's, not, let's do let's, uh, the twenty eighth. The twenty eighth. Twenty fourth. Whatever. Of of November. <laughs> No, we definitely talked about the 24. Oh, yeah, you're right. And yeah, 12-1. We'll go to 12. We got Fairy Tale Part 18, 
Attack on Titan, Volume 17, graphic novel with DVD. Strange. It's uh, an anime episode, but listed as a graphic novel because it must be bundled with it. Yep. We got Lunar Legend Tsukihime. No idea what that is. She must be a, le a legend of the moon. Yep. Space Brothers, Collection 6. That's a lot of collections. More moon. Mobile Suit Gundam, Collection 2. That's a really boring week, so moving on. The Regular at Magic High School. That show you loved. I didn't love it. John loved it. I reluctantly finished it. <laughs> it says the most overpowered main character ever, who's coincidentally the, the Oni-chan, the older brother of this girl who's, like, super, super in love with him. Um, Fuck Japan. <laughs> we got Saint Seiya, The Lost Canvas, ZX Ignition, Haganai, Season 1 Collection. So oh, wow, that's anime classics release. Already? That was like three years old. I was going to say, it makes me feel old, because I remember when that show aired. And like, <laughs> and we reviewed it. Yeah. I think we did. We had to have, because yeah, we did the second season, it. so we must have did the first one. Mm -hmm. Riddle Story of Devil. I saw that. That was good. I still stand by that being a good show. I have no idea what the dub's like, but despite its stupid name, I enjoyed it. It was a great like murder mystery type. Uh, Aura, Kaga, Maryurin's Last War. I have no idea what that is. Rail Wars, or is on the, one of the videos we linked on our website, Rail Wars. Yes. <laughs> Har Harlock, the Space Pirate. Yar. By Twilight Time. I haven't heard of them. Yeah, neither have I. Hmm. And then Pony Canyon on the 10th is Roka, Braves of the Six Flowers. Which I saw in my Crunchyroll queue, so I'm pretty sure John saw that. But I cannot weigh in because I haven't seen it. Well, there's some good stuff coming out next time. Hmm, did we talk about that? No, because we got one more episode to record this month. Oh, uh, you're right. Yeah, I think next time will be good. Oh, yeah, I see some good stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, obviously, for what I went over, I'd go with Hug and I or Riddle's Story of the Devil. Because those are both good. Yeah, I'd probably say Hug and I as well. Because it's there. It's mm -hmm. nothing great, and it's kind of a not... It's kind of a... Meh. I started watching the second season. I thought the second yeah. season was good. Yeah. It's alright. I think it has somewhat of rewatch value, because, it, like uh, you said, it's not great. But it's also not a story that's, like, real good because of the plot. It's good because it's, like, fun. So Yeah, that, that's pretty much it. It's, it might be a title worth owning. Whereas Riddle Story of the Devil, though I enjoyed it... I'm not sure it's, like, worth owning, because I already know, like, everything that happens. And gotcha. that was, like, the main point. It was the mystery. Gotcha. So it's a show you only watch once. Yeah. Yeah, that sums up this. Yep. So not to get too nerdy here, but... What I Is that possible been... on an anime podcast? Well... You're going to go for it. I've been watching Star Wars. That's what I've been watching. Oh. Because I get to go watch the show, or the movie, a day mm -hmm. early. Oh, how do you get to do that? Work. <laughs> we just have to listen to a sales pitch. Like, spend hundreds of thousands of dollars or, for this product. And then it's like, oh, okay, whatever. Worth it, then? Yeah. Our entire team's sweet. going, and it's like, I don't spend any... It's not, I don't own the budget, so whatever. Mm -hmm. but yeah, so we get to go, and I've never watched Star Wars before. What? So Yeah. Not to, you say not to get too nerdy, and then you say you never watched Star Wars. Clearly, you're failing as a nerd. Exactly. 
That's what everyone said at work. They're like, "You're get out. You work in IT but haven't seen Star Wars? Exactly. It should be some sort of taboo. Yeah, I think it is. I, think I was ostracized. They like, was. fire you. They're like, oh, Everyone sorry. gave me shit for it. I would give you shit, too. Yeah, that's like, that's like the icon of nerd. I watched episode four. That was good. I've watched. I mean, they're all going to be good. Well, Well, maybe one. Well, I tried watching one first, and the first ten minutes, I was like, "Fuck this." No, one and two are pretty bad, but. But uh, I'm halfway through five. I turned it off last night because it was getting kind of slow. Then it was like eleven thirty at night, so. Pick it up here again tonight or tomorrow, and then uh, gonna watch six here tomorrow. Get at least get the trilogy out of the way. Mm -hmm. First three. I mean, that's the important part. Honestly, I probably don't even give a shit about five or um, two and three because it, it seems like Star Wars is kind of rebooting itself to a degree, where they're probably gonna have you know. Yeah, I mean it's gonna be in the future. Pretty much all you need to see probably is six. Yeah. <laughs> to understand how it picks up from the <clears throat> end of that, you know. Yep. So. And I'd watch three just because it's good. One and two are kind of bad. <laughs> yeah, I tried watching one, and it was like, oh, Master uh, Obi-Wan. I'm like, who the hell's Obi-Wan? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, young Padawan. I'm like, what the fuck is this Padawan thing? And then, <laughs> you, like... You know who Obi-Wan is because we watched the fourth one. Well, now right? I do, yeah. Yeah, now I do. But, he's but I didn't know old. it was a prequel to, to basically four and five and six when, right. you know, Darth Vader was a child because they make mention of him almost all right away in the f- episode four. But the thing that sucks, though, is... I've watched the Star Wars parodies from Family Guy, mm. and they're spot on. Right. Um, so it's like all the big scenes, and obviously some of those scenes are, are pop culture lore that you know you can't get away from. You probably already knew that he was yeah, uh, yeah, Luke's yeah. father. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So it's like, okay, the surprise isn't there, but it's still fun. Yeah, you'll probably enjoy the satire more if you've seen the original. <laughs> I, I actually went and rewatched. The blue, uh, the first episode of the Family Guy one last night before I started watching five. Mm. Yeah, and it's probably there's probably more jokes you get. Yep, and I was like, that didn't happen in the movie. Neither did that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's what I've been watching rather than anime. Well, pretty nerdy, I gotta, but I gotta I get some. Cre- I gotta get my uh, my nerd cred back. Or yeah, I was gonna say you lost it when you said you didn't watch Star Wars. So I'm glad you're fixing that. There you go. Um, I'll, I'll watch four, five, and six before I go see the movie because I haven't seen them in a few years, but mm. I have already seen them several times, so can't steal my nerd crime. <laughs> well, good for you. Yeah. So, do you have anything you want to review today? Hmm. Not really, no. Okay. Well, then I will get right into my review then. Sounds good. Okay. So... I have been a fan of the Haruhi series. I own the special editions. I own some of the manga. Um, I've reviewed every single series that's come out. And the last thing we got was the movie. Mm-hmm. The movie was amazing. Go back and listen to my review, bondsabee.com. Front slash reviews. You'll find all both seasons of Haruhi. You'll see the movie. And uh, I really enjoyed the movie. And my favorite part of the movie was when Yuki wasn't the usual Yuki we were used to in the show. She became a real girl. And mm-hmm. she had real emotions and 
the scene where she like blushes and is like happy like, in the snow in the wow. snow exactly yeah, yeah great movie <clears throat> you know so when I heard it, I was like oh Yuki's getting her own spinoff to a degree I was excited and uh you know I'll be honest this kind of came up on me like oh I didn't even know it was coming out hey look at that new Harvey related stuff sweet Mm-hmm. So, um, but this show, it's, it's really paced weird. So in this, and, and I don't know what to say, like, if this is supposed to be an alternative timeline, because nothing, the events in this show jive, but they don't jive and they make reference to stuff that happened in this show, but just kind of like loose. Like they're not like, Oh, I remember the time we went to that Island and, we all had a mystery thing and this happened or the, or, you, you know, remember Endless 8 and that summer that never ended? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're not, like, referencing that stuff. Like, literally, they are all normal people here except Haruhi's Haruhi. Mm. Uh, but they don't know. There's no SOS Brigade. There's nothing like that. What? Uh, yeah. That already ruined for me. Exactly. He's rusted. <laughs> so, Yuki is... Uh, shy girl, she's kind of spacey, and she loves video games. She's always playing her PSP. Mm, she, good taste. Yep. <laughs> uh, maybe it's a PS Vita. It looked like a PSP, though. Oh, well, I have a Vita, so hopefully. <laughs> um, Kion is the only member of the literary club that he just recently joined, and really, they don't they really explain why he joined, he just did. Did they explain why the club even exists? I mean, if it's not the SOS Brigade, what is it? They really... No, it's just a literary club. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Which it was before Before the they, SOS like, took it over the room. Yeah. yeah. So, um... And it's really weird because, like, characters who've never had prominent roles in the show have prominent roles here. So, um, the first girl is, uh... Uh, what's her name? <clears throat> it's the crazy girl that stabs people in it. Yes, it's the green-haired girl. Yeah. Oh no, not her. Um, the blue-haired girl. Hmm. Uh, Asakura. That's it. Oh yeah, the class president. Yeah, the class president. Exactly. Hmm. But yeah, so she's like a mother to Yuki, like. She cooks her dinner. She makes sure she changes. She makes sure she does her... She's just like the, the mom. And that's what I found kind of weird. Like, all the main characters have a motherly figure. Like, well, except Kion and stuff and Haruhi. But even Haruhi kind of does with with Izumi. But, mm-hmm. yeah, so like... She lives by herself. But yet, Asakura's nearby... And she's always, like, cooking dinner, and her thing is like, oh, I'm going shopping, and this and that, and it's it's weird. Um, and then there's uh, Asahina, she's still there. But then they've got the Asahina fan club, and then they've got Tetsuya always with her. And again, like, Tetsuya in the actual show is, like, an evil person. Wait, who is he? She's the green-haired girl. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, even the blue hair girl is the evil person, too. Or yeah. She at least disagrees with Yuki. 
Yeah, something. They like both that. have like the same mission, and she's doing it differently. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, exactly. Because in the show, she was also a human interface android, mm-hmm. whatever. So yeah, so <laughs> it's weird. That was a little weird to get over, but so essentially, Yuki ends up meeting Haruhi, uh, just because like she lost her glasses and she was doing something crazy, and then she's like, "Oh, that's a weird girl. She's interesting, but I'll never see her again." Well, then they meet, and then she, like, lies her way into the school and pretends to be a student so she can just be part of the literary club. And then eventually she, like, forces, like, not even realizing, like, makes her sign documents saying, like, Haruhi and Nazumi can just show up. <laughs> but, yeah, so your core cast here is Haruhi. Well, the four main characters are Kion and uh, Yuki. Okay. But then you've also got main characters. Uh, I guess they say main characters, but they're kind of they're there for. They aren't your main main characters. They're just there all the time. For atmosphere. Asakura, yeah, Asakura, um, Haruhi, Izumi, and then yeah, and then uh, Tatsuya. Mm-hmm. And there's other characters like Kion just shows up for one episode. Um, you know, there's other girls there too, but they don't make, they're just kind of there. Like they, like there's literally, I'm looking at the, my anime list right now and they got a bunch of people listed, but they, they don't matter. Mm-hmm. So at the beginning of the show, you know, there's obviously implied like interest from Yuki and Kion. Uh, you know, she's shy and, you know, being around him and she obviously shows some kind of affection and interest in him. But it's like, oh, what's so she said? Oh, she's so shy. And, you know, Asakura knows this and even tries to help out in situations to try to get them to be together. But uh, basically goes over the them meeting Haruhi and them kind of like strengthening the literary club. And then it's kind of them just doing stuff. And it's interesting because Haruhi is not supposed to be the main character, but she almost kind of becomes a main character in parts because she takes the lead on everything. Like, Yuki is shy and timid, and uh, and literally literally in the beginning of the episode, in the beginning of the show, they're like, oh, literally, we just do whatever. You know, today she's playing video games, and he's doing homework, and, you know, they're bored. Mm-hmm. Kinda, and then Haruhi comes and livens everything up, and you know Asahina inexplicably starts showing up because, you know, they know Kion and they know you know Yugi, and it it's nine episodes. I had, before I started recording this, I had been up to episode nine, sixteen episodes total, and I'm thinking to myself at first like, okay, great, Haruhi's now established figure, so was Izumi, and. Like, they just do stuff as a group. Oh, they're going, you know, like, it's literally episode three or four. And yeah, he was episode five. They go to a hot spring because it's like, oh, we're a, uh, we're a group now. We're a club. We got to celebrate. Let's go to the hot spring. You know, and then it's them doing karaoke. And, you know, there's hilarious that happens there. And But, you know, it felt like, okay, they're a group. But it felt like a lot of the old Haruhi. Like, this show has never had a super deep plot. You know, it's the people, the fun, the hijinks that ensue. 
Haruhi being outlandish and, um, you know, things of that nature, and going over the top. Mm-hmm. But there were, and 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 I was like, man, this is just like, I was almost ready to say in my review, this is a lot of the same old, same old Haruhi. Like, these characters you know and love, you're interested in the new character, you're, well, not new characters, but existing characters that maybe played a prominent role slightly in the first, in the original TV show, now have much wider breadths of roles and are much more uh, in the show and whatnot. But then, episode 10 happens. So, before I get into that, there's a point where I want to fucking, like, choke Haruhi. They make her character so fucking annoying sometimes. Mm. Like, literally on purpose. And they call attention to it. Like, they'll break the fourth wall to a degree. Like, they'd been, like, hiking all day, for example. Uh, one episode, I think it was episode eight. They go to a... Uh, they go on a field trip, essentially, as a, as a group for the summer. And this, I think this, like whole thing spans, like, two or three years. Like, it, they're in 11th grade by the time uh, the show ends. Oh, wow. But it's a lot of time progression. Yeah, <laughs> but they don't really make call to it. Like, you don't really know that time is going, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just like a new year it's, in high school. You're like, well, where's the rest no, of the No, not even go? that. Well, yeah, I guess you could say, yeah, that. But there's, like, a scene where she's, like, they've been doing something physical all day. And Haruhi is like, oh, I want to go take a bath. When the hell is this cab going to hurry up? Because they're all in the van, you know? And then she starts yelling and screaming, I want to take a bath. I want to take a bath. I'm like, fuck's sake, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and even Kion is like, fuck Haruhi. Because it's like, anytime she's there, she's demanding and always, oh, we're doing look this. At me, oh, we're doing... Look at me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's, she's hyperactive and. The show, you know, uh, Yuki's, it's, it's like a total opposite. Yuki's reserved and quiet, and a lot of the other characters, pretty much the same way. You know, they're, they're just normal characters speaking. There's nothing crazy. But when Haruhi's around, it's, oh, we're doing this, we're doing that. We're going bowling, we're doing the new fireworks. <laughs> ba, 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 this, that, and the other thing. It's like, fuck. Why did make you so annoying? I don't, that's what I don't understand either. It's like, Before. everyone loves Haruhi. But, like, in this, she could be really fucking annoying. And I didn't get it. I was like, are, are, are you supposed to... Are you, are you wanting the viewer to be like, man, I sure like Yuki, because... She, she not, isn't loud and obnoxious. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe it's like... I mean, it's funny, trying, because even this in might this, be too deep, but maybe they're trying to show if, if uh, Haruhi didn't have the SOS Brigade and what she'd have to do to vent. Well, no, she pretty much made, like, the literary club her SOS Brigade. Because oh, well, the Espr- what did they do in the Espinosa Brigade? They went hiking. They Whatever went fishing. They, yeah. they played baseball. They went to the batting cages. They watched movies. They do the same exact shit here. There's just a different label on the club, on the damn door. Right. But um, yeah. So, and I and I, you know, I was thinking, oh, you know, maybe maybe not much has changed. But I was like, you know, I better finish the show. It's not right to do a review halfway through, and you know, whatever. So I'm glad I did because. 10 through 13 seemed to be where the meat of the show was. Hmm. And then it held up until 16 because of an underlying storyline that they finally got around to doing. But then I got pissed because I'll get to that. So 
Episode 10 starts off with uh, Yuki. They don't show it on the screen. They pan away and they show an umbrella flying because it's raining. And she nearly gets hit by a car. But they don't really show any extent of like, was she walking in the crosswalk? You know, she's just, her glasses fall on the ground and she doesn't speak. And, and uh, you know, the, some guy in the cab is like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Uh, you, know, but, you know, whatever. And she's like, oh, I'm fine. <laughs> oh, I'm fine. Well, you know, she's like, oh. Almost died. Uh, I'm fine. And she had scrapes and stuff all over and whatever. And Asakura is like freaking out and she's playing nonchalantly. But you notice in this show, um, kind of like the movie, Yuki is outgoing and bubbly. And even like she's shy, but like she has her moments of like personality. She has a personality, you know, in, in, the, mo- in the show, you know, she's monotone and you know, non-expressive. Yeah, only does what Haruhi tells her to. That, well, that too. Uh, but, you know, she has no personality, essentially. She's mm-hmm. a robot. Well, in the show, she's not a robot. She's a real person. She's, you know... But in this episode, she goes back to being a robot. She's huh. different. Her, she's back to being monotone. Something she hasn't been the entire series, if you're just watching this series. Right. So it's like, oh, that's weird. Well, we come to find out, like... Another version of herself. She's there, but she's been traumatized from like the accident. So like she's a different person per se, but she has Yuki's memories to a point. And they keep referring back to like, hey, when you sleep, your body's resting, but your mind is putting all its memories and stuff in order. And they keep mm-hmm. and that's why they kind of play it up for three episodes. It's Really cool because it's the, the last episode of episode ten. Uh, in episode ten, the very last thing says, "Who are you? You're not Yuki," and it it cuts. It's done. And I could see that, like, if you're watching, if you were watching this week to week, like, oh shit, what a cliffhanger! Because they do a really good job at not giving it away. You know, you almost kind of think like, oh, she's just being quiet. Maybe it affected her. You know, like that's trying. I mean, shit. Uh, when I was in. Seventh grade, me and a kid were fucking around, you know, in the hallway during between classes one day, and he pushed me jokingly, but I was standing in front of one of those uh, bulletin boards, you know, with mm-hmm. glass in front of it, that that locked. Right. I put my elbow through it, and I had to have forty-seven stitches. Oh wow! And you know the scar is pretty much gone, but I remember, you know, looking down and seeing, you know. A big ass chunk of skin missing, and going. Oh, I can see my bone. I gotta get to social studies class. <laughs> and then my per- the nurse. I was literally like steps away from the nurse's office. Her grabbing me and like, then me like freaking out. But the point point of the story is, anytime I walked past that, I kind of got like nervous. Like, holy shit, you know. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like I was gonna like avoid it or you know or same thing with like. I was robbed at gunpoint about eight years ago. Um, You're like the sword art girl. Well, yeah, exactly. You well, touch no. guns and you flip out. No, nothing like that. But I mean, like, you know, I mean, it was a, I was two o'clock in the morning. It was me and one other guy at a bus stop. And I was talking on the phone with my girlfriend there at the time. And he spun me around, cocked a gun and put it to my chest. And said, give me your money. And, you know, I need him in the face and ran like hell. 
and mm. you know, I don't know if the gun was real or whatever, but I don't drive. I'm a legally blind person. Taking the bus, you know, something you have is, to do. I have to do. And I thought about getting a gun permit. I mean, I found out, yeah, just because I am legally blind, the law is, yeah, you can get a carry permit um, as long as you can see what you're shooting. Well, I have to see what I'm shooting. But I thought about it, and I was like, okay, I've been doing this for years and years and years. What happened to this happen? Well, it was 2 o'clock in the fucking morning. Nobody else was around. Crime of opportunity. I don't need a gun. But mm-hmm. now I make it a special point. I'm not going to go take the bus after dark. Or if I am, it's going to be a crowded area and, you know, things like that. Right. But my point is in all this, I'm not trying to get all like, oh, you know, here's crazy stories from my, you know, when I was younger. Yeah, everyone, everyone has a traumatic experience. Yeah, yeah. So I thought like, okay, you know, almost getting hit by a car is very, very traumatic. Mm-hmm. And so she's going to be different for a while. Um, and essentially that's what they say. I mean, she goes to a hospital and they're like, yeah, we're some, nothing's wrong physically, but emotionally different. But eventually she comes back and, uh, and, uh, to herself after three episodes. But it was interesting because it was her other self getting to know the characters and then trying to figure out like, well, how do we treat her? Dirty, you know, and obviously they said, well, we should treat her like we normally do. But she was different, where instead of playing video games, she was reading books. And she was quiet and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a very interesting plot. And at the end of that plot, um, basically, Yuki confesses. But says, I'm not going to be around. And I won't remember this. It was essentially her other self, you know telling him hey i love you you know and i was like oh finally and then she's like yeah you when i wake up (laughs) you'll remember it but i won't Hmm. so the last three episodes it goes back to normal and it's kind of weird because it kind of like okay that happened but now haro he comes back to the picture because she'd been gone through all those episodes you can't have any plot development harvey around exactly just has too much fun (laughs) exactly um, but in the meantime, it's, you know, uh, it's Keon, you know, trying to come up with like, you know, what the fuck, you know, obviously mm-hmm. I can't go tell her cause she don't even remember. And this is what pissed me off was the way they did the ending. Just kind of like, Oh, well I said my piece, but you didn't hear me very well. So whatever. I'm happy with it. At least I said it. that that's all that matters. Hmm. That's so, not what matters at all. Well, that's what pissed me off so much. <laughs> uh, it's 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 just like another fucking anime that's just here. There's no fucking payoff uh, for watching and investing your time in the show. Hmm. Especially this. This is the fourth installment of shows, you know, in a, well, in a movie. But I mean, like, you know what I mean, like. People have put a lot of yeah. time and energy into Ongoing it. Ongoing story into the franchise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I was really put off by that because I was like, God damn it. You know, I, I, and I can see where this could be. This does not line up with anything in the main series. And I don't even know if you can even, you know, it almost 
not even the movie, you know. It's like its own condensed uh, world or something, you know what I mean? Yeah, it has the same name as the movie. It has the same name, it has, it has the same characters we know and love, you know, they introduce new characters that we like, uh, that you get to like, or what, you know, whatever. But right. when you think about the show, and then what happens in the events, and then the movie, nothing fully lines up. And it's almost like they're repeating, because... Oh, don't believe me. I got flashbacks. I swear they reused a scene from Endless 8 when they're in the cafe going over the list of stuff. Yeah, speaking of traumatic experiences, and they all have their drinks in front of them. Yeah, exactly. And they drank the same exact stuff. And they had, like, a list? Yes. <laughs> they had several lists. Oh, wow. Yeah, I wonder I was if like, they like, oh, Endless 8, no! Don't come back. Yeah, speaking of traumatic experiences, uh, watching Endless 8. Yes. So, um... You know, so I was really kind of pissed because it's like, why can't you give me, the viewer, a fucking break? You don't even have to acknowledge it if they go to make, like, season three. You know what I mean? Like, keep this its own side story mm-hmm. that doesn't pertain to the events of the movie, of the TV show. Because it was really fun. It was, And it was nice. But at the end of the day... It's just kind of like, well, everything got reset back to the way it was, and we're now now we're all in eleventh grade. Uh, it's gonna be almost our last year. It's like they almost kind of set up for season three of the TV. Mm-hmm. But again, it's like, did these they're events... not in the SOS Brigade. Exactly. Harley's obnoxious. And... Exactly. Exactly. And at the end of the normal show, Haruhi and uh, Kion are more closely together. Exactly. And in Koizumi, man, I don't know if they were just trying to be funny, but holy shit, they made his character, like, gay. Like, literally, there's a scenes in, like, the bathhouse when they're, like, doing the hot springs. He's like, oh, do you want me to wash your back? And he'd get, like, super close. And the running gag was, like, he didn't keep to his personal space. And then he'd ask, like, questions. He don't ask dudes in the bath. <laughs> and he'd be like, and Kim would be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? He's like, what? We're friends. And I was like, what, the, what happened to Izumi? <laughs> when did he turn gay all of a sudden? <laughs> is it, are they trying to, like, oh, uh, yeah, the fans, you know, they like their, uh, they like their fanfic, you know, coy... Cro- I, I mean, cross, uh, it could be true, considering uh, it's almost like the whole point of this series was to grab fan attention. I mean, the the Yuki spinoff. Like, if you're going to make a series that doesn't drive the main story, wouldn't you just try to pander to every type of fan? Well, they kind of do, because they have literally two episodes where they're in bikinis. Mm. Um, you know, and yeah, this show's, you know, the, the fan service has always been... You know, bikinis, and, you know, they show uh, a bra at one point. Um, you know, nothing extreme. And the same thing here. You know, Asahina's always dolled out as, you know, the sex symbol. And he is. She still is here. And Kion is still like, oh, I love you, Miss Asahina. <laughs> <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, it's just frustrating because I don't know how this show, like, it's supposed to stack up. Like, are we supposed to just take it at, okay, these events happen, nothing more? Are we not supposed to know or care? Because uh, it's like you kind of need, you kind of need to watch 
the first two, but you really don't because it's its own self-contained story, but you get more because you've already known these characters, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, her going back to normal wouldn't really mean anything to you. Yeah. You have, you have no baseline. <laughs> I mean, they even, they even like, in the, one of the callbacks they, at the very, very end of, this, end of this episode 16, because they've been doing more literary stuff, they're like, hey, we're in the literary club, right? Oh, yeah, we should... That that festival we just went to, we should make a pamphlet or, hey, better yet, let's do a collaborative novel on Esper's aliens and time travelers. Wouldn't that be fun? You know. But no, then, it wouldn't. Yeah, and then there's some really interesting things with Haruhi that they bring up, almost on the left field, where I wish they would have just did more with. But mm. maybe actually, if I think about it. <sighs> I think they did in episode in the first few episodes of season one or two. I'm not sure the callbacks. I think it is. Out of the blue, we learn that Haruhi knew Kion as a child, but she talks like she's much older than she really is. Hmm. And she goes as far as saying, "Is like he saved me." Yeah, because well, in the movie he goes back in time and she's like looking at the stars. Yeah, that's exactly it. And, and he like, talks to her when she was a kid. That's yeah. it. Okay, that's what I thought. So then there you go. It's even more confusing because they reference because they're stuff referencing the main story <laughs> that happened in the movie, which makes no sense because she would be part of the normal story, the brigade, if that would have happened. Because that was the whole point when she disappeared. But yeah, and that's the thing. That's where I was like, you know, when I got the episode nine, I'm like. Yeah, I even wrote you. I'm like, yeah, I'm up to episode nine. I don't know why they call this show uh, The Disappearance of Yuki because she hasn't disappeared yet. And then the next episode. And even then, it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I really... Oh, the thing, too, is they recycled a lot of the background music from the show and the movie. Not surprising. Which, but, to be fair, is good. Yeah, but I really, really, really like the music. It changed. They went from, you know, happy, upbeat tempos in the main show, you know, the do-do-do-do-do-do-do, the, the normal mm-hmm. background music you hear. But in those three episodes where, you know, they've changed focus, they've added more seriousness, or, you know, they added drama, um, they completely changed the music styling. They used pianos. Um, they used acoustic guitars. Hmm. It was really interesting. And actually, I was kind of bummed that they kept the original intro. Because the music is upbeat and happy. Like, literally, like, it's all happy and upbeat. And, like, the first scene is, like, a silhouette of Yuki running and, like, fucking face planting and, like, sliding three feet. Face <laughs> first. You know? And it's like, okay, this episode, this, this intro works, but it doesn't work here. Because now it's to be like super deep and and you know something dramatic is happening, especially episode ten when you're like don't really know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I, I really wish they would have changed the opening sequence at least. I really liked the app the uh, ending song. It was fitting throughout the show. Um, it was a slow kind of quiet song. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I kept thinking to myself, like, man, how much better would this be if they changed the music to get your attention of, like, hey, this isn't the show you've been 
watching for the last nine weeks. You know, something different's happening here. Right, especially after they make the declaration of that she's not Yuki. Yeah. And I felt like that was kind of a wasted opportunity, even if it was just for three, like, even just for three episodes. Right. And then you can go back to uh, your, you know, your normal intro. Right. Similar, yeah, a lot of shows have done that successfully. Yeah. Even, Even Charlotte, which I bashed endlessly by the end. Um, when they were doing the blonde girls arc, they had different end songs. So I mean, yeah, it's I mean, like it tells the viewer like this is important, and uh, you should be caring about this character. It's like some amount of drama is going around that character. If they just kept the normal ending showing the blonde character like all happy and stuff, it wouldn't make sense because she was like really upset in that episode. Well, and and to be fair, I didn't watch the end sequences. I didn't really even watch the opening sequences. Because, frankly, I don't care. But, um, you know, usually what they did was they had a little bit of start of the show. And then they'd cut to the intro. Mm. And then it was the rest of the show along with, uh, you know, the outro. And maybe for all I know, maybe they changed the uh, the outro. But I, I didn't see it. I didn't hear the, at least the music didn't change. The beginning of the sh- video didn't change mm-hmm. and I didn't give it a chance because I I wanted to keep watching the show right and honestly marathoning this show is really good um it was nice to marathon oh, sorry excuse me I got the hiccups marathoning the show felt really good um it was because a lot of this show is just them having fun things happening. The, uh, there's no big deep plot for the first nine episodes. I mean, right. I remember even people early on in this show's run, people were like, man, this is boring. Because Harley wasn't around yet. Right. You know, they were still establishing, you know, oh, Yuki's a shy girl and Kion's a nice guy and. Asakura's there, and she's a mothery kind of figure. This and yeah, you know what I mean. It was kind of boring. The first couple, the first episode or two, is kind of boring. It, it really is. Um, and I, I really wish they wouldn't have taken so long. I mean, nine episodes to really end off with the six episodes that really matter. To be honest, everything before episode nine really doesn't matter that much. Yeah, and if you discard Endless 8, the original two seasons are only like 16 episodes. So if you're going to make a show as long as the original, better have something in it, right? It's yeah, like a lot of, I mean, it's a like, lot of episodes. <laughs> I mean, no one has special powers, you know. Yeah, Haru, he's athletic and stuff and whatnot, but she's not a, you know, it's just like she's there and without... No one knows that she's God and this and that. Spoilers. As if I haven't spoiled this show, I, I, re- I, I really, really hope I haven't spoiled this review by just giving away everything. Because it's a fun little show to watch, but I really feel like watch the first few episodes. Um, maybe like two. Because she shows up in the end of episode one walking by Yuki. Mm. And then episode two shows more prominent. Uh, Haruhi does. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Sounds like they made her too annoying in this, though. Oh, in some scenes, oh my god, I want to rip my hair out. Like, <laughs> like, shut I, up. I love the Harvey series, but uh, after all this talk about <laughs> it, I'd, ra- I'd rather rewatch what I've seen than watch this. Yeah, and and it's like if you, I could see why they waited so long, because you, I think of like Nisa Koi. Mm-hmm. This is kind of a bad example, but what's interesting is how he even gets upset when he goes to tell Yuki how he feels. Like he takes her off, and it's like how he knows what's going on, and she's angry, and. We look at a show like Nisekoi, where, you know, Re- Re- uh, Reiku has, you know, Chitage and Sumugi and the other girls. Onodera. Yeah. Marika. But, you know, what's, I love that show. what's that show, though? <laughs> Them it's just doing stuff in one big tease. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I could see where, um, I could see where... They would be like, hey, we can't drag this whole love thing. Because they kind of do between um, uh, Yuki and Kion. But it's kind of a one-sided love. Like, he's too dense. Or just has no interest. He likes Sasaina. Somehow he's too dense. They make him pretty thoughtful in the main series. Well, I know. He's still thoughtful here. But he doesn't show any affection, per se. Mm. But they do end up in some compromising positions sometimes. And... Oh my god, whacking this bow doesn't look what it looks like. That gets kind of old, too, but... Yeah, I hate that trope. Yeah, and it happens here, too. <laughs> but the thing is, is, like, I can see where they're like, okay, we can't drag this out too long. Um, You know, when you look at a show like, you know, Nisekoi, where it's like, that's the main point of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I'm okay with, because that show's amazing. But yeah, that's because it has other likable parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah but still, this like, point, in season two, they're not even talking about the keys anymore. <laughs> yeah, pretty much like ah, oh, that's a thing still. Yeah, that locket. Like thing? we never resolved it, but you know it's fine. We can, we can just say it's a harem exactly. without having the keys. But that's where I was kind of frustrated though, because it's like, Harry brings up this one small iota thing that says, "Oh, uh, Kion as a kid." Um, you know, he said, "Oh, I'm John Smith," and she's like, "Oh, it's a stupid name." But he saved me. But nowhere in this show, in this show, do they bring up any of her feelings. She doesn't show it. She doesn't... She's always a dick to Kion. Mm-hmm. You know? She doesn't really have a reason to like him if they're not referencing the real series. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, Kion doesn't know who the fuck Harui is. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Until they start showing up at the... At North High, she doesn't even go to North High in this in this series. She goes to a different school. Hmm. You know, so there's that even. So like to to everyone at North High, Haruhi is just another girl from a different school who Yuki meets, and then she kind of starts inviting herself to the the literary club, and kind of makes herself a de facto member. You know, Interesting. people yeah. like her to a degree. To a degree, but she's annoying. When she's not there, it's kind of nice, and they even make reference to that. But yeah, it's like, but I feel like they could have branched off more and like given more depth to that story. But instead, they're like, no, they they got to go to the hot springs. No, we gotta watch them, um, you know, drink applesauce. I I don't know. 
<laughs> I, I can't think of anything. You know what I mean, though? Like, they gotta go bug catching. Yeah. And I feel like it's kind of the fault there, where it's like, oh, you, you, they just kind of push this extra shit in. Like, I don't know if to make you think. Like, believe me, people who know Haruhi, like the back of their hand, like they've read the manga, they've, they've consumed everything, and they've got a really good grasp on the story. They probably go, oh, this is why they did it. This is why they did it. This is why they did it. I found Haruhi season one so fucking confusing because I watched it dubbed and then I found out they fuck with the episode order. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know she was the whole point of the episode until I had to go read online and figure out like, what's the whole point of this series? Oh, that's why. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I watched it dubbed, but I think I watched it on YouTube at the time. Somehow it wasn't taken down and they had it like in the correct order with season two mixed in. Oh, inter- well, yeah, that's interesting. They called it, what, like, the broadcast order? It was, yeah. like, how the SOS Club would be broadcasting it. Yeah. So I watched, like, season one and because two. Because in the episode, together. yeah, in season two, they, like, are just getting to the point of... It's, like, season two's events happened before season one's events. Yeah, all except the last, like, two episodes. Where yeah. they do the concert and she, like, goes down the hill and it's snowing. That's, like, the, the only two that take place after, so I'm glad I watched it, like, rearranged in the correct chronological order. <laughs> See, and that's what pisses me off, where it's like, you know, I watched the show as it aired, not as it aired. I watched it episode two, or season two as it aired. Um, mm-hmm. But episode one, I just started watching anime when Haruhi came out. And I remember hearing all kinds of stuff about, like, dude, seriously? Like, this was, like, the lesson... Um, that ADV learned the hard way, and maybe part of the reason why they went bankrupt. Um, Haruhi was a perfect example of a show. They put everything behind it. They was the the hype train was going full speed down the tracks. They had a real world. They did like. Real life, like SOS Brigade web series to hype the DVD release. They brought in people from Japan to some like uh, some comic store in California, and they oh my god, it was crazy, dude. And it was like the second coming of Christ, like when they're like, Haruhi is here, holy fucking shit, <laughs> you know, because it was so big so on the internet me. at mm-hmm. the time, and nobody fucking bought it. Hmm. Yeah. That's why you can still buy the first season. Like the original volume release. Yeah, Yeah, the LEs for next to nothing. Yeah. Season two is like really fucking hard to find apparently. Um, But yeah, like that was, yeah. (laughs) Um, Getting kind of away with the whole point though. Um, Just want to give that kind of back history. It's an interesting time. Uh, I really like the music, um, as I said before. The art style, I mean, it's the Harley art style. They all got hair lows. Um, it's the same old, same old, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I gave it a 7 out of 10. It was fun. It was slow, don't get me wrong. I mean, I watched the first few episodes and then quit. And I really had no... I had no intention of really going back. I I, want, I knew I was going to finish it eventually. Mm-hmm. 
But there was nothing there in the early beginning, the early stages of the show, even in the middle stages of the show, to really like hook you and be like, I want to know what happens next. It's going to be either you like the How He Sees Me series, you like the characters, or you don't, and you're going to drop the show. It's as simple as that. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not uh, sure I'd like it. I mean, I really feel like it's good. What in the hell? Sorry. Like someone like driving a freaking uh, dirt bike down the road. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know how to take the show. I know I've said this a few times already, but as someone who's watched all the content that has come out for this series, I don't know how I should take the series as a viewer. And I'd love to hear from, like, the creator or the director or somebody. Like, where does this fit in the timeline of things? Or just tell me, none of it matters. We did it as a side story because we want money. Don't get me wrong. Haro, he's a cash cow. Mm-hmm. Um... But as someone who watches anime for the show, for the sto- or for the story, I want to know where this stands. Should I even remember any of this next time Haruhi comes out? Is any of this going to matter? And I don't think it will. Yeah, it sounds like no. Because they don't recall back, like, there's no grown-up Asahina. Um, nothing, you know. Bits and pieces of homage. I swear to God, recycled animation from previous seasons. <laughs> like, I swear to Christ. They go, like, to the beach. They go to batting practice. They go, or batting cages. Like, <laughs> it just feels like um, they were like, you know what? We need to save some money. Go get these scenes. We'll, we'll put them in there. Right. Um,. I mean, if you like Haruhi, it won't hurt to check it out. I hope this review doesn't stop you from checking it out. I knew I kind of gave away the the big point here, but uh, I, you know, I'd like to I'd like to know if you watch the show, what do you think? Because I feel like in the end, making your viewer wait nine, ten episodes to get to the meat and potatoes of a sixteen episode show is kind of a fuck you to the viewer. Kind of like Endless 8. <laughs> well, Endless 8 at least, though, if you went back, they did make subtle changes. Mm-hmm. Every episode, a little more was revealed, and a little more was revealed, and a little more. You know? Yeah, at first everyone was like, fuck this, fuck again? Another fucking, same that thing? But then after it aired, and people, I think, had time to digest... It would suck to watch Aaron, because that's like eight weeks worth. But if you're yeah. watching it back to back, whatever. Exactly. I mean, it was one of those things where I think you had to like sit down and digest it. And after the fact, you go, oh, they were doing something. And granted, maybe it wasn't successful. Maybe mm-hmm. it was. I mean, I'm gra- glad this isn't a reoccurring thing. You know, that, oh, that's so novel. Here, let's have seven shows that do the same exact thing. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, look at shows, though, like, when they cry. Mm Mm-hmm. They do the same thing. 
It resets. I still haven't watched the second season. I haven't the first season was just so so confusing. Well, guess what? It got licensed rescued by Sentai, and it's coming out in March on Blu-ray. Oh, great. It's already available for pre-order. I want to watch the second season, because, I mean, I enjoyed it. I never it. watched it. I never finished the first season. Um, I didn't think it was worthwhile. Even though I've, I I will gladly watch season one. This is so crazy. But, I mean... That show's terrifying. It is. It I'm is. still spooked. <laughs> the it ending is... is oh, my God. That scene with the uh, rice balls and the needles. Yeah. And then the... Oh, God. The fingernail removal. That's what I was going to say. The fingernail <laughs> removal was even worse. I was just about to say that. Some great voice acting, though. Yes. I don't understand Japanese, but there's some very distract or distraught voice acting during that, and it sets the mood. <laughs> there you go. Oh, so, um, speaking of voice acting, I watch this from the Funimation simul dub. Hmm. Every single character voice actor is back. Well, that's good, at least. So, if you've consumed everything like I have and dubbed... I have, for um, Harvey, yeah. You know, everyone Harley returns. Dove is great. It is. And it's not bad at all. I mean, I would even say the points where um, Harley's supposed to be annoying, uh, she does a really good job at playing an annoying Harley. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, she made me, like, want to rip my hair out. Well, that's an uh, asset of the dub work. Right, yeah, that's true. Um, so, Yeah. Uh, that's about it, though. I, I really don't want more to, more to say. Um, I, I would definitely watch more Haruhi when it comes out. And that's going to be a win, because... If ever. Um, yeah. I mean, like, this money... This show makes money. And honestly, I'm really curious about sales in Japan. Um, how it's doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really wonder how it's going to be doing in the U.S. Because, sorry, I guess I do have a little more to say. The interesting thing all, all this, they hadn't done any new Haruhi since, like, 2011? Was season two? Hmm. Um, maybe. I think even before that. I think it was 2009. The movie might have been 11. Uh, let's find out. Um... It was 2006 and 2009 for the shows, and the movie was 2010. Okay. So the movie, okay. So five years. So five years. The average anime fan is around for two. So it's kind of weird, too, where it's kind of like... Who are they catering to? Exactly. (laughs) Who do they make this for? For established hardcore fans? Or for... A new audience, because clearly this for, wasn't for a new audience. If it was for audience. hardcore fans, they would have referenced the other ones, right? More. I would think so, because you'd want them to go back and review these, sh- you know, go back and like, huh, this, this was a fun show. Let's go back and watch, um, you know, the older stuff. But if you watch this first, you'd be kind of like, this is weird, you know, because they throw out a lot of the stuff from the original. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, Tell us what you thought if you watched it. I mean, it just got done airing last season, so... 
Um, yeah, I don't know what more to say, man. It sounds like you've said it all. There you go. All right. Well, that I think will wrap it up. Next episode, um, man, end of the year. Um, I think we'll be doing our top five next season, next episode because we got to uh, get that done. Um, we're not really watching anything worthwhile, so I think we'll go over uh, top five and what's airing next season and wrap that up. So exciting times, exactly. Well, hey, hey, everybody! I hope this episode was a lot more fun than they've been lately. <laughs> Easier to hear. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, I'm really excited for uh, 2016.